When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Back Ram fans, this is Rams Up, your favorite LA Rams podcast. We are proud members of the Fans First Sports Network. That's fansfirstsports.com. You can also follow us on YouTube. Our channel is at LA Rams Up. I'm your host, Mark. You'll hear from my co-host Tom on occasion as well. Hey, we're not Rams insiders. We're just longtime fans who love talking about our Los Angeles Rams. Let's get to it. Welcome back, everybody. Episode 335. Got a few random things to talk about this episode, including Tory Holt's Hall of Fame prospects, and I'm going to provide an updated assessment of the Rams 2023 draft using the system I am currently developing to assess draft picks and draft halls. We'll get to that. And it is 49er week, but we're going to save a lot of that talk for the next couple of episodes. This will not be your typical 49er week. Not a lot on the line. And that's why I'm also going to tell you in this episode who the Rams need to sit on Sunday. We also have some Rams news and notes. But first, since it is episode 335, let's briefly talk about a Ram who wore number 35 and... How about Aeneas Williams, the Hall of Fame safety? Now, granted, he made his name with the Cardinals, but he did come over and played for the Rams for four years, including 
playing in the 2021 Super Bowl against the Patriots. He had six combined tackles in that game, and he recovered a fumble. Class act and just a great player. Played 14 years. Finished his career with 55 interceptions, nine of them returned for touchdowns. Hall of Fame safety Aeneas Williams in my 35 for our St. Louis Rams at the time. Some injury updates. Well, we already knew about Tyler Higbee with the dislocated shoulder. Jordan Fuller with a sprained ankle. Now, these guys got to sit against the 49ers, right? Hopefully, they'll be ready for the wild card game. Two team leaders, big contributors, one on offense, one on defense. We need them back badly, but not for this 49er game. And Bobby Brown, apparently good to go. That was kind of scary, concerning. Looked like a serious injury. Might keep him out for a while, but Sean McVay thinking he could go against the 49ers if needed. Now, I know there's a big ongoing debate among Ram fans. What should their approach be? Should they go for the win, try to secure that number six seed, or should they rest if they slip to the seven seed? So be it. And remember, they could lose and still end up as the sixth seed if the Packers lose as well. I'm leaning towards resting as many guys as is reasonably possible. I mean, you can't rest everybody. you got to field 11 starters on offense and 11 starters on defense. On the offensive side, Tyler Higbee is definitely sitting right. Hey, let's sit down Cooper Cup. Maybe sit down Rob Havenstein and another offensive lineman. Kyron Williams, your day is done. Take the day off. Same for Matthew Stafford. Let's not expose him, especially if we're resting a couple of offensive linemen. And actually, the fact that the Rams added Dresser Wynn to the practice squad on Tuesday might mean that he will be elevated to the active roster for the Sunday's game, and Stafford will actually be inactive. And Puka, we're going to get you your four catches and your 30 yards. Carson Wentz is going to come through for you, and your day will be done. On the defensive side, well, Jordan Fuller, he should be out. Maybe Bobby Brown, too. I know they're saying he could go, but hey, let's just rest him. Can we rest Bobby Brown, Aaron Donald, and Kobe Turner? Nah, that's going to be tough unless we pull up a couple of defensive linemen from the practice squad, guys like Corey Durden and Marquise Copeland. I'd also rest Ernest Jones. So on offense, we could see a lot of Austin Trammell, Ben Skaronic. Can we get Zach Evans 20 carries? Plug in Warren McClendon, Tremaine Ankrum, and Brian Allen on the offensive line. Get Royce Freeman some carries. Carson Wentz obviously will be our starting quarterback. And Bryson Hopkins. Give him a chance to shine. He'll be a free agent. See if he can sell his talents a little bit. And Davis Allen will obviously be a big part of this offense this Sunday. Unfortunately, you can only activate two guys from the practice squad. So maybe it's got to be those two defensive linemen. Or do you activate Mike McAllister and Logan Bruss? What about that? Is Logan Bruss ready to re-enter the NFL? See what he can do. See if his skills have improved at all. I don't know what the deal is with him. Probably not going to see that. Just an idea, though. Rams are going to have to be really smart about who they activate it. We could see guys activated from the practice squad that actually start in this game. Or perhaps just to provide the depth. If you're sitting down Aaron Donald and Jonah Williams is getting 50 snaps, you need someone to spell him a little bit. Maybe Jason Taylor and Russ East are our starting safeties. 
and John Johnson is just there for emergency duty. That would be my approach. I, I don't know if that's what Sean McVay is going to do. I don't know if he has it in him to sit back on his haunches and rest his guys. And it may depend on what the 49ers are doing. I wonder if Kyle Shanahan and Sean McVay are having a little talk this week, maybe come to an agreement. No, that's not going to happen. But you know what? It might be wise for these guys to do that. But at the NFL level, not likely. 49ers are probably going to take a half-in approach, get their starters out there for some snaps, and then start pulling guys. The Rams, I don't know. They could go all in, try to get the win. Maybe they do the same. Starters play for a couple series. Or maybe a bunch of guys sit and do not see the field. Maybe Sean McVay will give us a hint later this week. And we're going to talk about this extensively on our roundtable. That should be our next drop. Ian Martinez, Paul Wallia, and Tom Kortz. I suspect they're all going to have some pretty strong opinions on this. Hey, let's talk about this Hall of Fame finalist list. They announced the 15 names. Do this every year, it seems like. Second straight year, we've talked a lot about Tory Holt and whether he deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. The answer is yes, by the way. But let's talk about these 15 guys real quickly. I believe the max number each year is eight. Eric Allen, the defensive back, I say no. Jared Allen, the defensive end, borderline, but I would say no. I would say yes to Willie Anderson, the offensive tackle. Dwight Freeney, the defensive end, kind of on the fence, not sure about him. I say no to Rodney Harrison. Trent Green would agree with me on that. I say yes to Antonio Gates, one of the best tight ends to ever play the game. And I also say yes to Devin Hester, who is the best returner in the history of the NFL, Devin Hester. How can you leave him out? Julius Peppers, another guy I'm on the fence with. Him and Dwight Freeney, kind of the same guy, huh? Not sure about either of them. I haven't done a deep dive on their stats. Fred Taylor, he's kind of the Tory Holt of running backs, isn't he? Just got it done year in and year out. Didn't get the headlines like a lot of his peers, but man, he was very, very good. And then Patrick Willis, I say no as well. And I say no to Darren Woodson, although I suspect Woodson will make it this year. I wanted to talk about the three wide receivers real quickly, Torrey Holt, Reggie Wayne, and Andre Johnson. Now, there's no way three wide receivers are going to make it in the same year. And I did a quick comparison of their stats. Oh, very close, actually. Andre Johnson, 1,062 receptions. Reggie Wayne, 1,070 receptions. Torrey Holt actually trailing with 920 receptions. So about 150 behind the other two. Yardage, Andre Johnson, 14,185. Reggie Wayne, 14,345. And Torrey Holt, again, slightly behind, 13,382. So about 1,000 yards behind the other two. Touchdowns, Andre Johnson, 70. Reggie Wayne, 82. Torrey Holt, 74. So Holt actually ended up with more than Johnson. Super Bowl appearances and world championships. They always like to talk about this when it favors their guy. So let's take a look at that. Nada for Andre Johnson. Reggie Wayne and Torrey Holt both won Super Bowl win and one Super Bowl loss. 
Holt was more productive in those Super Bowls, 12 catches, 158 yards, and one TD, to Reggie Wayne, seven receptions for 105 yards and one TD. Kind of a toss-up between these three guys, but I sure hope Torrey Holt gets the nod. If I had to take two of these receivers, it would be Holt and Wayne. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Well, I think we have enough information to assess our 2023 draft at this point. And I thought it'd be a good time to review a bunch of our previous drafts. And I've shared this previously, but I'll remind everybody two ways of assessing drafts, in my opinion. The first thing I do is consider how a draft pick worked out relevant to his draft position. In other words, I don't ding a team for missing on a seventh round draft pick like you would if they missed on a first or second round pick. Bothers the heck out of me when I see draft evaluators handing out Fs for a seventh round pick that only played special teams. That should almost be considered a hit. So I consider two things. How well did they do relevant to their draft position? And then how did their draft haul work out? I'm not going to get into the weeds explaining this, but essentially the baseline for a first round pick is four points, while the baseline for a seventh round pick is one point. Now you can get more than that 
<laughs> Pukunukuo will be a good example. We'll get to that in a second. But if you get a zero for a seventh round pick, you're getting zero out of one. If you get a zero on a first round pick, you're getting zero out of four and all those grades in between. And then if you have 12 or 13 draft picks, you add up those points that you awarded and that's how you assess the draft haul. Before we get to the 2023 draft, let's talk about some other drafts for some context. In 2012, I calculated a 62% draft hit percentage and a draft haul of 14.5 points. Now, they hit on Michael Brockers, Janoris Jenkins, and Tremaine Johnson, and Greg Zerline was a seventh-round pick. So 10 draft picks, hit on four of them. And then there's a smattering of other guys. 2015 wasn't too bad. They hit on 56% of their possible points in a draft haul of 10 points. And the day was carried by their top two picks, Todd Curley and Rob Havenstein. 2016, not too shabby either. 67% hit rate, but only eight points. They only had the six picks at the top of that draft was Jared Goff and Tyler Higbee. 2017, pretty darn good, 84% hit rate and 13 points as far as their draft haul. Now their top three picks were all hits, Gerald Everett, Cooper Cup, and John Johnson. And Cooper Cup is one of the examples here where you give more points than the base value. A third round pick, three points possible, I gave him four just a great value there for the Rams. So that was actually a pretty good draft. Other guys they picked up, Josh Reynolds, Samson Ebucom, both contributors. Josh Reynolds moved on as maybe has been more successful as a Lion. But still, consider what he's done with his career, a fourth round pick, not too shabby. 2018 was a mixed bag. 62% hit rate, 10.5 as far as the draft haul. Unfortunately, probably the best player in this draft really excelled elsewhere. That's John Franklin Myers. Also had Joseph Nopum and Brian Allen. They haven't been total best, but I don't think they've really been anything exceptional either. Micah Carzer, Oka Okoronko, and Sebastian Joseph Day got good value there. 2019, pretty good draft. 68% hit rate, 10.5 points. Taylor Rapp, Daryl Henderson, David Long, and Greg Gaines were the highlights of that. David Edwards and Nick Scott as well. Rams got a lot of starters out of this group. Only a couple of total misses. Bobby Evans in the third round and Dakota Allen in the seventh. And Dakota Allen actually went on and played some decent football elsewhere. Next two drafts, 2020 and 2021, were pretty disappointing. We did get some contributors in those two drafts. Van Jefferson, Jordan Fuller. Tutu Atwell, Ernest Jones, probably the highlight of these two drafts. Bobby Brown, Ernest Brown the fourth, still with the team. Ben Skaronic, but nothing to shout from the hills about, that's for sure. Well, I take that back. Maybe, maybe Ernest Jones we should be shouting about. 2022, you know, if it weren't for Logan Brass, this would probably be considered a really good draft. A 65% hit rate, seven and a half points, though. After Brass, you had Kobe Durant and Darion Kendrick. Still a work in progress for those two, but we also got Kyron Williams and Quentin Lake. So you get some extra points for drafting Kyron in the fifth round, that's for sure. And some other guys that really didn't work out. 
Daniel Hardy, A.J. Curry, Russ Houston in this group as well, though. And then along came 2023. Now, our hit rate was actually lower than what we had in 2017, but in 2017, we only had eight picks. In 2023, 78% hit rate and 16 points, which is exceptional. You consider Steve Avila, Byron Young, Kobe Turner, all doing really well. Nick Hampton, Warren McClendon, you know, they're on the roster. We'll have to see about them, not zeroing them out yet. Then you have Davis Allen, Trey Hodges, Tomlinson, Ethan Evans. He's worked out good. Jason Taylor, Deshaun Johnson. We do have a couple of zeros, though. Stetson Bennett, O'Shawn Mathis, and Zach Evans. Now, all three of those could have improved scores a year from now, but right now, can't really give them any points. And then... There's the ace in the hole for this draft, Puka Nakua. What do you give a fifth-round pick that's playing like he has more than twice the baseline value? So still a 78% hit rate and a draft haul of 16 points. So overall, this is clearly the best draft the Rams have had, even though that earlier draft had a higher hit rate. The production from this group has been incredible. So shout out to Les Snead. A couple of bad years there, 2020 and 2021, bouncing back in the last two years. Some darn good players added to this roster. That's going to do it for this episode Remember, you can reach us at ramsuppodcast at gmail.com. And don't forget about our YouTube channel. Our handle is at laramsup.com. Till next time, keep the horns up, stay safe, and have fun out there.